Arcade of Combat podcast on CBS Sports. Coming at you with instant analysis. Pacquiao Thurman, do you hear the fired up nature of my voice? The Brian Campbell is the voice, by the way, that you hear live and direct post-fight from my Las Vegas hotel room after the instant classic that was Pac Thurman, the Fox pay-per-view that saw Manny Pacquiao claim a split decision to win a welterweight world title at 40-1. and Hell of a fight. So much to break down, so little time that I got to get right into it, and I got to bring in my co-host, my best friend in box, Rafe Boogs, Rafe Bartholomew, live from the Bartholomew house in Los Angeles. Rafe, are you feeling what I'm feeling about 30 minutes removed from sitting ringside at the Grand Garden Arena? All kinds of high on life. Pare, ibang klase. Susman, Josep. Pacquiao, parang binugbugin si Thurman. Walang, ano, parang wala akong masabi. Masasabi tungkol sa, sa, sa laban na to. Ibang klase, ibang level. Wow. Are you speaking Tagalog or did you just have a seizure? What's going on here? Wow, war Pacquiao, Rafe. <laughs> Brian, wow. That was awesome, man. I was, I, I, look, man. I, I, I think I'm ready to send um, Dr. Goodman and Vada home forever. <laughs> By the way, I heard some rumors on the uh, reporter scene this week that Vada did have a role in this. They just weren't getting front page credit that it was a Nevada State Athletic Commission drug program with, with Vada doing it. I don't have the insight on that. Who cares? Let's break this ish down. What a night for boxing, Rafe, on a pay-per-view. That not only actually delivered, and by the way, sometimes they do, whether it's Wilder Fury or both Triple G Canelo fights. At least somebody got the pay-per-view right. This was, Rafe, everything we could have asked for from Pacquiao Thurman. 12 rounds of high-speed chess. The decision sort of up in the air, going to the cards. Both guys showing tremendous heart. And Rafe, an insane pace. Insane. And in the end... Good Lord, 24 years into his pro career. Manny Pacquiao is not done right in this legacy, how we might remember him. He just beat a hungry, unbeaten lion, Keith Thurman, Rafe. Not a damaged goods, Keith Thurman. Not one who had the stank of Josecito Lopez stuck to him. But a Keith Walter Waite Thurman, who was at the peak of his powers on this night, and Manny was even better. Wow. Yeah, this was, you know, going into the fight, we were all kind of worried. Well, what if Manny is actually older than he's is actually his age and has just looked younger because of matchmaking? What if Thurman just doesn't have the fire left? No, 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 no. We got the good versions of both of these guys and they delivered an amazing ass fight. Oh, like the momentum swings in that fight, the the just like the amount of, of punishment they put on each other. I was dropping Emmanuel Stewart. Oh, my <laughs> God. During those rounds. It, it was great, man. Dig it again. Um, you were watching the Fox pay-per-view broadcast. I was ringside. So people know. Did you feel that crowd through your TV screen like I felt? By the way, I was actually really happy this wasn't at T-Mobile. I love T-Mobile. It's great. Great place to watch a Canelo fight. But here's the deal. It doesn't have that intimacy 
that a Hooters in Campbell, California has or a MGM Grand Garden Arena. And there's obviously a lot of history in that old Grand Garden Arena. A lot of Manny and Floyd fights. I love that it was in there. And this sold out crowd, which was pro Manny to the gills, Rafe. One of those where like even if he jabbed, they went nuts. Oh, my God. The last time I'd heard explosions like that, Rafe, outside of my own pants was round one at MSG, Cotto, and the man who will always be your campeon, Sergio Martinez. You remember that explosion, right? I I actually have expelled that explosion from my memory because it was uh, an unearned explosion. That was not an equilibrium shot. I don't care what anyone says. He had no legs. He beat a man with no leg. You beat you could beat a man with titties. You could get beat by a man with titties, but you can't. You get no credit for beating a man with one leg, unless you're Terrence Crawford beating Jose Benavidez Jr. Right, 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 right. Uh, this is the instant analysis edition, as we me- analysis analysis edition, as we mentioned. Um, I have a soundboard, Rafe. Brian has a stick, but I'm not even going to plug it in because this is how we do it in the state of combat. I a raw right at people. I'm laying in my hotel bed. Fire the hell up. We're going to bring it, Rafe. We're going to bring it hard, and we're going to bring it instant. Reminder, five-star review if you love this sound, if you love this show, if you love what we do on the State of Combat, bring it because it's all about the five. And speaking of the five-time Booker T, WWE Hall of Famer in the uh, Pacquiao Thurman media room all week, I know you don't care about that. I know you don't care about skinhead white people either. So let's move out of that. But before we break this thing down, what it looked like, what it felt like, what it tasted like, and how many people on Twitter are telling me to die because of my scorecard. Let's pause first and hear a word from our friends and sponsors. Dig it. And we're back. BC and Rafe Boogs, IA style, Pac Thurman. Rafe had over-delivered. It was a fantastic fight. I want to start right there. I called it an instant classic, and I stand by that. From what you saw on your broadcast, fight of the year contender more than that what'd you get out of this absolutely fight of the year contender i'm i'm racking my brain right now i don't want to take too much credit from some very good fights this year julian j rock williams beating jared hurd that crazy cruiserweight brawl between my guy the russian hammer kudry ashov getting sent to hell in in one way or another by Il- ilunga makabu from the Maccabee games don't forget but Sergei hell Lippin no man Lamont peterson as well rafe i know you didn't see that yeah, yeah all good fights but you know what you know what i don't care this fight was better man even if there was only that one knockdown in the first round the momentum swings the punches they were landing on each other, the the fire that Manny walked through or survived to put that hurt on Keith Thurman and win that fight, in my opinion, clearly, got good lord, Brian. That was a great fight against between two great fighters. This is this this is the stuff, Manny. Manny keeps delivering. What is going on in this world? Um, we got a lot to get into on Manny. I want to just finish talking about how great this fight was on a macro level. Um, you know what I love, Rafe? I love sloppy brawls like anybody else. I love, you know, when you see like Angulo. By the way, Angulo sitting in the front row right near me with his wife who had a giant cowboy hat on. But anyway, when you get like an Angulo, James Kirkland, you know it's going to be a sloppy brawl. It's going to be violent. You know, though, that my favorite kind of fights are these high-speed chess. What's the example I always go to? Oscar De La Hoya, Shane Mosley won. Rafe, this kind of felt like that. 
where both guys got hurt yet kept coming. And you just praised Pacquiao, rightfully so, for showing hellacious chin and the pace and the everything. But can I equally say his dance partner needed to be that great for us to have this fight of the year contender, split decision, instant classic, and Keith Thurman, who got up from around one knockdown, who had more questions than Manny coming in? Rafe, that's what I love about this fight. Neither of their deficiencies showed up. They both had massive questions. They both fought like elite pound-for-pound fighters and showed tremendous heart as a script. We're trying to get boxing back into the mainstream. Well, some of us are. Some of us don't care. Some of us like when boxing is this closet hood sport thing. That's fine. Um, But it's the heavyweights that bring people back, and we know that. But it's pay-per-views that deliver with all action and that keep you on the edge of your seat. And again, for the final time, shout out to Pacquiao and Thurman for giving us exactly what we want, what we need as a sport. Rafe, put, they put their hands right into our field spots. Remember when Vince Carter, on his third dunk of that incredible 2000 slam dunk contest, right? Let's not forget, Rafe, right? Steve Francis and Tracy McGrady had performances in that that would have won any other year. Any other year, right? Many guys. Okay? Many. In many years. Bro. Many years. The third dunk that Vince did after he said it's over and Isaiah Thomas made that creepy leap over the judge's table and bowed. The third one was when he people didn't even know what they just saw. He jumped up and stuck his like elbow into the rim and hung on it. Rafe, Pacquiao and Thurman were elbow deep in our feel holes, Rafe. Right. I didn't know that's where we were going with this. Um, yeah, they were they were in pretty deep. They were up. They had the whole forearm in. Wow. I mean, the full Pacquiao at... meteor was in the field hole. I mean, you can get a good look at Vince Carter's field hole by sticking your whole elbow in, Rafe. But I'd rather take uh, Steve Francis's word word for it. Right. I it look. It's got to be your bull. It's your Dennis Ugas. Uh, Rafe. Um, seriously, like. Shout out to Omaha, Nebraska. Shout out to the ADK crew, the Godinez crew, the Irish crew, the Filipino Pinoy crew, the Walter Waite crew, the Tug and War of Kindness crew. And shout out to boxing. We didn't have controversy except for apparently my scorecard, which I'm about to just skewer people over. I'm about to fire back on people. Rafe. This was boxing night perfection. It was one that yes, thanks to that fight, I will go along with that because and in my in my soul, in the energy that is flowing through my body right now that's keeping me up amped, wired, all going on midnight here on the West Coast is all because of what Manny and Thurman did in the ring and not because of anything that happened earlier in the evening. Wow. Hey, how was the Fox broadcast overall? I saw Skip Bayless made it on. <laughs> it was it was sort of a for the Skip haters out there. It was a classic, perfect moment. And I, I don't really I don't care enough to be a, a Skip Bayless hater. Um, but he his mic wasn't working. So <laughs> um, Kate Abdo asked him a question and you could sort of make out what he's saying. But you could tell his mic wasn't working. And then she's like, oh, I'm sorry, Skip, your mic wasn't working. Uh, can you say the same thing again shorter? And he's just like, I'm a Manny Pacquiao fan. 
And that was it. And every and everybody was like, ah, oh, man, I wish Skip's mic never worked. Wow. Wow. Uh, Rafe, the biggest headline goes to Manny Pacquiao. Like, we seriously have to stop. Forget the fight of the year stuff. Forget the great fight stuff. 40-year-old Manny Pacquiao. Like, this ain't Matisse. This ain't Broner. This ain't Birdo. This is unbeaten Keith one-time Thurman. And at 40, Rafe, Pacquiao not only won, Pacquiao not only scored the only knockdown, specifically in the first half of this fight, his speed, power, and explosion was way too much for Thurman to handle. And Thurman's elite and showed a great chin, showed a super big ball bag, and even afterwards, and by the way, I give Keith credit for being so humble afterwards, he said, look, Pacquiao's even faster than I thought he would be. Rafe, outside of Paulie Malignaggi coming in here, all right? Uh, I, I did see Memo, Memo already in the building, all right? But outside of uh, performance-enhancing audio and the headphones, like, we got to stop and just say, I know line one of Pacquiao's, like, legacy is eight-division world champion. I know line two is took part in the biggest fight ever of the modern era and is the second best of his era behind Floyd Mayweather. But, Rafe, he's now rewriting that resume. He's adding, like, extra layers that even Floyd doesn't have. This longevity and reproductive ability, and I'm not talking about his kids, Prince Michael, and all those he other He does ones. have six, man. He's six. Um, That's good reproductive it's, ability. It's insanity, Rafe. It's insane inside of the membrane. Fighters that small who start out at junior flyweight don't carry the speed until they're 40, and they certainly, Raphael, they certainly don't go to Walter Waite and be unbeaten 30-year-old champions who have a stick. End a back foot game, Brian. Brian, you know what? I think we need to retire Richard Schaefer's quote here when he says, we have a new Manny Pacquiao, and his name is Lucas Matisse. Because, Brian, there can never be a new Manny Pacquiao. No one, we're never, we're never going to see anything like this again because it doesn't happen twice in a lifetime. Our children may never see this because this is crazy what he is doing, what he has done. It doesn't, it doesn't, he's a freak. He is like a freak in the morning. A freak in the evening. <laughs> well, pre, pre-religious pre conversion, I think he was. But, Rafe, <laughs> I think it was actually um, Roger Daltrey of The Who who said it best, Rafe. We won't get fooled again. Meet the new Manny Pacquiao, same as the old Manny Pacquiao, Rafe. Like, I don't want to move on from this. I want to stay. And you know me. I'm not a, like, I love, I respect Pacquiao, obviously, right? I, I'm, I'm proud to, I be, respect Box. Proud to be a fan and a journalist in the Pacquiao era. But I don't, you know, I, I thought Jeff Hahn fought to a draw against him. I thought Manny overplayed his shoulder injury angle against Floyd and straight up just didn't go for it. I've been a Manny caller outer when I've needed to be. And I want to sit here in this, in the Manny sauce right now and just tell everybody like I'm humbled by what I saw tonight, Rafe. Like I look, Brian, just cause. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Are, Are you with me or what? 
Are you with me? Tell me, Rafe. Are you with me? One. No, Brian, you don't get to sit there like a big old turkey getting basted in the manny sauce. You know why, Brian? Why? Because, because the manny sauce does not belong to people who scored this fight against Manny. All right? You, you can appreciate. You can hear Jimmy. You can say what you want. You can act like you, like you really felt this, this moment. But you clearly didn't feel it enough to, to, to get the score right, as some people would say. Uh, here we go. Let's get into it, Rafe. Okay? It was a great fight. Scored 115 to 112 for Pacquiao by two judges. What does that mean? That means seven rounds to five for Manny, minus the one point for Keith Thurman hitting the canvas in round one. The third judge, Glenn Feldman, had it 114-113 for Keith Thurman. What does that mean? Seven rounds to five for Keith Thurman. Brian Campbell. What does it mean, though, that both Brian Campbell and Glenn Feldman, that's his name, are both from the same town that in Connecticut. Is, what does that wild, mean, Brian? What does that wow, mean? That's a conspiracy theory. That is a wild coincidence in the same town. That is true. But, Rafe, here's the deal. Brian Campbell scored the bout seven rounds to five for Keith Thurman. One, 14, one, 13. Did Brian Campbell watch the whole fight? And then afterwards go, you know what? Keith Thurman won that. No, I scored it round by round. Do you only get 10-8 for a knockdown? Yes. So A, people remember that. B, Rafe, it comes with the territory, obviously, and I'm having fun with this. But I got a lot of hate. I got go kill yourself. I got, like, that's why you'll never be Dan Rayfield. I got a lot of those weird tweets. And let's put something in perspective here, Rafe. What did we just watch? An instant classic filled with what? Really close rounds over the second half when Manny, who was the clear better fighter in the first half, slowed down, and I felt from my chair. Where was my chair? Oh, front row ringside in the media section. Oh, damn. Damn, oh, you oh, are big time, man. Fox face to face. Um, hit, I saw Thurman land big shots in some very close rounds. Um, so let's let's recap here. The three judges who were also sitting ringside scored it seven rounds to five in either direction, which I did as well. And yet I have to get I'm blind and I should go kill myself. Rafe, what's going on with this world? Even people we know and love are the great Evan Rakowski. Heard his podcast, thought it was boring, sounded boring. No, seriously, I, I love the show. Listen, this week was fantastic. But even guys I love coming at me. Rafe, let me ask you. Let's get down to brass tacks here. How did you score this classic? I scored this classic. I got the right score, like Paulie would say, 7-5 to five for Manny Pacquiao. Oh, really? Because guess what, Rafe? It was a really close-ass instant classic. And guess what? You scored it. People are acting like – I called CJ Ross. People are acting like I scored it 118-110 for Canelo. I scored ever it. call you CJ Ross, Brian? I might, I might call you the adolescent Brian. Uh, Rafe, I mean, we don't have to linger on this because I'm butthurt over this. But, Rafe, um – True or false? The second half of this fight was filled with really close and really fun rounds, Rave. True or false? Really close, really fun rounds over the second half. Yes or no? Uh, what do you got? For, that was for you. Uh, what do you got? For do me? I only get a one-word answer here, yes, Brian? Yes. 
Okay, fine. True. There you go. And by the way, people are trying to say I'll never be Dan Rafe. Dan Rafeville scored Julian Williams, Jared Hurd, for Jared Hurd. Dan Rafeville scored T- Tyson Fury, Deontay Wilder, for Delonte Wilder, Rafe. That's my favorite heavyweight. All right, I don't know what you're talking about. Great um, Brian, here's a uh, uh, slow down. Slow your roll, Chief. Um, so there was – look, I had Manny up 5-4 to four going into the 10th. I, I was on – all right, Brian, here's the thing, though. Yeah, yeah, here's the thing, Brian. Did you, like I had I scored the fight like you going into that tenth round. I had Manny up five rounds to four, so it was close. And and Thurman had a huge ninth round. I thought that I thought that Thurman had Manny hurt a little bit towards the end of that round. And yeah, Manny came back because Manny always comes back. But I still thought he was real trouble. But then the tenth round happened. Boom! All that momentum is gone. I mean, at that point. Because that that put Manny to six rounds on my card, Thurman was hurt bad, and I didn't I didn't see him winning rounds after that point really. So what's the let's talk about what it is, man? What let's it is? Talk about it, all right? Let's talk about it. Uh, you can't score that. Let's talk boxing. Look, Thurman was badly hurt in round ten by that body shot. There's no doubt about it. Big moment for Manny. Problem was there was two way action the rest of the way and and Keith kind of surged late so you can't do a ten eight round for Manny. So you think That's you can 10-9. give no 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 not a ten eight but you're not nobody's giving the tenth to Thurman right? Exactly, but you come down to the round eleven and twelve incredibly close. Okay, round nine, Thurman won the first two minutes and thirty seconds and Pack rallied late with big punches in the final seconds. If you thought Pack stole it again, these are close exciting rounds, right? Round eight. I wrote down really good action, two way close, two right hands late from Thurman snaps Pacquiao's head back. Rafe, a lot of these are what did you prefer? But to act like these rounds weren't close is insane to me. And then we go to the punch stats. Our boys, the Kenobios at CompuBox. Why do we go into that? Paulie doesn't like that. Sometimes it tells the story, sometimes it doesn't. But here's the story it told, okay? Thurman outlanded Pacquiao 210 to 195. Thurman landed 36% of his punches. Pacquiao landed 28. But in power punches, Thurman landed 192 to 113. Pacquiao landed 82 jabs to only 18 for Thurman. I got a lot of people tweeting at me, oh, well, Pacquiao landed the bigger shots. Hmm. He did round one when I thought Thurman got off to a great start and then Pacquiao floored him. Certainly didn't round 10 when he hurt to hurt him to the body. There were some rounds in the middle where there was great two-way action. I thought from my vantage point, Thurman landed the biggest shots late. Overall, he landed 43% of his power punches. Statistically, he had a really good night. He landed 192 punches on Pacquiao, which was the most in any Pacquiao fight in the history of CompuBox. He had a pretty good night, Rafe, okay? So anybody hearing those stats... If you thought Manny won nine rounds to three, I just don't see it in the end. This was a great fight. Maybe I'm more of the outlier at seven to five, Keith. But this was a great fight that let's take Glenn Feldman off the hook. Let's take Brian Campbell off the hook. And let's take our sleepy suburban Connecticut town off the hook. Let's enjoy what it was. An instant classic, Rafe. It was that. Brian, I will take you off the hook. The only the only scorecard I want to kill you over, Brian, is Andre Ward over Sergei Kovalev 
in their first fight. Look, I'm not, That's the only fight I'm, I want to kill you over. I'm not afraid to stand by certain scorecards, and Andre Ward won that fight, Rafe. Um, Pacquiao Horn was a draw. Yeah, right, Jeffrey. And Who's Jeff Horn? Exactly Who's Jeff Horn? Nobody. nobody. Um, let's get into this fight a little bit, Rafe. We nailed a lot already. There were questions coming in. The questions went out the window, okay? Pacquiao, I thought, was getting hit by big power punches early in that first round, and then he just exploded. And there was a run for really the first six, seven, eight rounds where Thurman could get off first and land a big shot. But once Pacquiao would counter with something bigger, it was like it took all the air out of Thurman's balloon. Again, Rafe, Pacquiao's ability to counter and be quicker is insane. It's really insane, Rafe. So here's the here's the hard question. Like, I don't want to get into what's next for both of them yet because I'm in the middle of the fight. But I do want to ask you the performance that you saw from Manny Pacquiao, 12 rounds against a guy who's really a, a, a boxer puncher, an elite boxer puncher who can do both. Do you think this Manny Pacquiao can compete with every welterweight in the world? I think that he can compete. Yes, I think I I would not it's that everyone knows that nobody would favor him in. I would not favor him against Terrence Crawford. I would not favor him against Errol Spence. What's amazing is that at 40 years old, he just beat Keith Thurman and I would favor him against everybody else in the division. That that alone is insane. Insane, Brian. Crazy. But but so you know, we, I, I think that there is such a, a gap between Spence and Crawford and the rest of that division that – and it's crazy because it's still arguably the best division in boxing. Like these guys aren't bad one one level below. That, that level below is the best most other divisions maybe. But it's still Spence and, Spence and Crawford to me and Manny – Manny, for better or worse, is fighting himself into a position where he's going to end up in a with a strong demand to fight one of those guys. And I, I mean, I think they'll beat him. Interesting. Um, do you think this performance elevates Keith Thurman? Also, I want to know what you liked out of Keith Thurman's game tonight, because I thought I'll answer that question for you. This elevates Keith Thurman a lot. This was a great performance and defeat for me. I want you to answer that, and I want to answer you to answer what ultimately lost them in the fight in your eyes. That's a lot of questions, Rafe. That's fine. So let me start with what lost Thurman the fight. I think, I think he had a, the wrong game plan. I think that he was way too willing to trade, to get into exchanges, to go back and forth with Manny Pacquiao in the first half of this fight. Now, some of that is just Manny. Like it's it's not easy to keep that 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 man off of you right i mean he comes in fast with punches from all directions like you know he'll miss the first three and then he'll throw that you know he'll he'll, he'll hit you low with the left and come over the top with that that weird little hybrid hook and that's what knocks him down knocks thurman down in the first round so i i understand there's an element of easier said than done here but i think that if Thurman had tried to box many more, had used more movement, had been less aggressive early. He could have, I think, won more rounds that way because when he did that in the middle rounds, you saw moving pot shotting. And Thurman pot shots aren't aren't like, you know, just point scoring pot shots. They're they're like 
damage doing shots. But if he and so I think he stayed in the pocket too long with Manny early in the fight. And and I think that if he had moved and really tried to focus on winning rounds by, you know, through defense and just hitting, you know, making Manny miss and scoring. I think he I think maybe he could have won tonight if he had done that. See, Go ahead. That, all right. Because coming in, I harped on this one thing, the whole idea that like. Thurman should be favored in this fight if he didn't have those question marks and the two years off and running in the final rounds against Danny Garcia and looking bad against Jose Cito, all that stuff. Does he have the same chin? Does he have the same care? Does he, like, is he wired for this? We asked all those things, okay? So I basically said if you try to box Manny Pacquiao, you're going to lose a 10-round, 12-round decision. Keith Thurman needs to be one time of old. He needs to go in there looking to punch. He needs to go in there looking to hurt Manny. I put all that pressure on Keith Rafe and said, don't be the boxer, be the puncher. And guess what happened? I read you those CompuBox statistics. He barely threw any jabs. He was the puncher. He tried to wear down the older man and walk him down and be the bigger man. I can't hate on him outside of the fact that I scored it for him. I can do nothing but hating on that that strategy. He went out for an early knockout and didn't get it. But again, before he got dropped in round one, he landed some big shots on Manny that a couple times I thought Manny was like, oh, oh, oh. And again, that's just a credit to Manny being a legend to take that and bounce right back. But I could see if you're saying maybe you want a little more balance. But if he tried to out quick Manny and box, he would have gotten. I think this would have been a somewhat boring fight, and I think Manny would have done those surges. He would have kept Manny would have had more stamina. A lot of things would have happened. He forced Manny to fight. It just turned out that Manny, even at forty, is still that great. I hear you, Brian, but I don't. What really you think that the, the, that that Thurman should have gone in there, did the right thing, was thinking, oh yeah, I can knock this guy out yeah. early. That ain't never happened. Yeah. It has never happened. It it o- like it only happened with the guy who had Manny's number better than any other fighter landing the perfect punch once in four fights. Well, it's Keith Thurman's gonna do that. Right. He never he right. never saw that timing before. We've He's gonna do that here. early. It's not about okay. It's not about going in there for the knockout, and if you don't get it, you failed. But you He got to. himself knocked down in the first round trying to do that. Right. I guess it wasn't a good idea. But you have to try that. If you're the 30-year-old bigger puncher and the younger fighter, you have to discipline Manny. I've said it the whole week. Whoever goes in there and lands the bigger punches early is going to take a lead in this fight and set the tone. You have to force the other guy not to be as aggressive. The fact that Thurman committed to that, the fact that he then got up off the canvas after failing at that and turned the fight around... I'm going to sit here and applaud him. So the idea of what lost him the fight, I think what lost him the fight is the fact that Manny Pacquiao's great. He's a supernatural all-timer, Rafe. Well, that is true. I think that I do think that if he had a more look, I think if he had a more boring game plan and stuck to it, I think Thurman could have done better because you can if you stay away from Manny, he doesn't cut the ring off that well anymore. He, you can make him miss. Thurman can make him miss. It's that Thurman went in, went in there, really, really trying to make a statement, which look turned into a great fight. I'm, you, you can't take that away from him, but 
I do think that it it, it kind of dampened the his chances of winning this fight and put him in a huge hole that he credit to him. He looked like at almost he would have dug himself out of. Look, if he if if that body shot in the tenth round doesn't happen, maybe Thurman does pull off a comeback in this fight. But that's why you don't put yourself in a hole against an all time great, no matter how. Um, I mean, at least we, we, the strategy, right? right would, well, right? Thurman wants a rematch. Yo, I, I, I mean, there's no need for one, but just. On a, just in terms of yo, it, we, like why wouldn't we want to see it again? Yeah, why not? <laughs> I thought he, I thought he actually showed some good IQ in this fight, Rafe. I thought there were times that he made adjustments. He was walking Manny down. He targeted the body a lot. And look again, Manny has this ability. Right when you think you have Manny trapped, right when you think you have Manny hurt, and a lot of those times he actually had Manny pinned against the ropes. The great Pacquiao can surge with these two, three punch combinations and catch you. But if Thurman isn't also great, Rafe, he's not finishing this fight. And he's certainly not losing 7-5 on two of the cards. So Thurman's elevated. The, the headlines is Manny Pacquiao, but the subhead is Keith Thurman, true or false? Um, I think that's generous to Keith Thurman. Not that he doesn't deserve credit for for being part of a great fight, but I don't know what like he lost. You know, when you lose, you lose. This was what if this elevates him? Elevates him to what? Um, elevates his reputation more than anything. And sometimes, okay, sure. Yeah, yeah. He's not the guy we were all being. That he's not the guy who people were questioning before. But like, I, I didn't really join that party to begin with because I I just go back. It reminds me of the old Nonito Donaire situation, where they're like, this guy has a different personality. He seems too nice, or in Thurman's case, he's too weird. He's too much of like a comic book geek. He's just a he plays the flute. He he says weird stuff. All that like whenever you're different, they're going to say, "Oh, he doesn't have the desire." No, Thurman like like I just didn't I never bought that to begin with. So I'm not surprised that Thurman fought like a like a, like a, like a real champion tonight. Wow. Thurman did not fight like a real champion. That's an interesting take. Um, wow, Rafe. I said he did. Oh, all right, all right, all right. Sorry, it's late. I thought I thought you were trying to take a nice Dougie on him and uh, and do the rock. I'm not surprised that he fought like a real champion tonight. I don't know what my Wi-Fi is doing least, to me. Am I with you, everyone? At least some people heard Rafe's analysis. All right, then. Um, wow, I'm I'm still I'm actually still sitting here going just stunned by what a great fight it was. Uh, do, do you, I want to make sure I'm not high, Rafe, because people are asking me straight up, oh my God, you scored it for Thurman, you got to be drunk or high. Did you see Manny slowing down in the second half after what was a pretty damn hellacious pace? I mean, the first four or five rounds had a little bit of a Pacquiao Cotto feel to them in terms of just like craziness. Did you see old Manny slowing down and did you have fear that KT was coming on? 100% I saw him slowing down and thought that Thurman was taking over, especially in that ninth round when he had Manny with his back against the ropes, eating shots, and really looking like he wasn't in good shape, like like he, like he like he wasn't about to bounce back from that. And 
that was just one round, man. It, it, like it, then the tenth round happened, and I think that from there, Manny sort of took over. It, like the 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 rest of the fight. Yeah, yeah, Rafe. All right, the rest of the fight. I sure do. Oh uh, yeah, Rafe, you're back. Go ahead. The Sorry. rest of the, yeah, the rest of the fight. The like, at, so the tenth is a clear Pacquiao round. After that, I guess you could say they were close, but they, it was uh, Brian. I I feel like after that it was just too late. Like like there there wasn't like at that point Thurman basically needed a knockdown knock out something to happen to 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 turn it or to to get himself even on those scorecards. I mean I guess in Avon, Connecticut, a great place to watch a Keith hey, Thurman gave, fight. That's I, not the case. I gave Thurman eleven but, and twelve, two very close rounds. I gave him eleven and twelve, you know You gave him eleven and twelve, Brian. He looked oh my God. I you know, Avon, Connecticut, great place to watch a Thurman fight. Anyway, Rafe, uh, we went Apparently. over scoring already. It was a fantastic fight. You heard Pacquiao in the ring afterwards saying, uh, and look, I, I, I was not at the post-fight press conference so that we could record this, so I'm not sure what else has been added on. But did, did Pacquiao say, true or false, that uh, he wants to come back next year? Did you hear that, Rafe? I believe I heard that. I wasn't paying too closely. Like, once, once, like, once they got into Manny saying, like, well, I, I hope the people were happy. I was just tuned out. I was like, I don't care, man. Okay. Like, the fight was great. I was, I was on a high. I, they weren't saying nothing. That was it. I, th- I thought he said he wanted to come back and look after a war like this. I would hope he would take a break. It's just been officially announced today that Spence Porter will happen September 28th, Fox pay per view in LA. That's, they're not coming back. I mean, Spence isn't coming back late, like at the end of December exactly. either. So, that's, what difference does it make? Well, that's why. That's why I'm sort of su- supporting this idea. Um, it's going to be interesting what PBC does. Rafe Floyd Mayweather was ringside, and Leonard Ellerby this week told media members at press uh, in the press room Floyd has no interest of coming back. Which right away we we're like, yeah, all right, yeah, whatever. Okay, like, like, come on. All right. Apologies to everybody for our connection issues here, but we are making the magic happen. Instant analysis style. I want to get your take, Rafe, on the idea of Mayweather Pacquiao too, something you and I have not hated. Okay. And if Pacquiao doesn't come back to next year, and this could conceivably give Floyd time to get back into top level shape in your eyes. Did 42 year old Floyd Mayweather watch this performance from Manny and think I can come back and make a lot of money and beat him or Manny's better than I am right now. I'm going to stay away. No, Brian Floyd Floyd. I hate to say this. Floyd can still beat Manny, man. <laughs> you think so? Even at 42 fighting MMA guys, fighting skinheads. Look. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, that is one crazy Irish skinhead he beat. But, um, yeah, he can still beat Manny, man. It, it Like, styles make fights. And I wish it. Look, I wish it weren't the case. But, like. He's going to put Manny back on some kind of testing. <laughs> See, that's um, interesting. I, uh, Floyd will have some TUEs for his testing. Rafe, I don't know, dude. Uh, Pacquiao looks so good tonight. 
that I wonder. I wonder if Floyd just goes, damn, I worked really hard for 50-0. Now, look, it, it, it seems obvious he's bored, Rafe. He looks like the loneliest man alive when you follow his Instagram, right? Um, but can he still be that guy? He's a couple boys, what, two years older than Manny, and we are at an age now where those two years matter a lot. And he hasn't been active. So, hmm. Um, after how good Manny looked, would you agree, though, if they did this second fight next year, May Pack 2, that it would not be seen as an old guy reach cash-in fight, and it actually could get... Because, look, for a while we said May Pack 1 set the record, and even if May Pack 2 got half the interest, it would still be, what, the fourth biggest fight in history. Do you think this performance makes May Pack 2 like a $3 million buy pay-per-view? Yeah, I think it does. Even if there wasn't this performance, Brian, look, love or hate Floyd Mayweather, may anything at this point is going to be a gigantic pay-per-view. I I don't even know why sometimes, but like he's at that point it doesn't matter. And yeah, may like Mayweather Pacquiao too, especially coming off of this. Yes. It's it's a huge 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 event. And they make a just a just a buttload of money, and Floyd probably stinks it out again. He didn't stink it out really. I mean, he he made he did what he does to everyone. He he convinces them that they can't hit him, and if they try, they're gonna get hurt. And all of a sudden, twelve rounds are gone, and the fight is over, and you lost. I think. I mean, that's it's gonna. I I. I I hate to be fatalistic, but I feel like that's what would happen. I, and look, I'd love to see it again. I, want, I would love to see Floyd back in the ring. I'd love to see him in a real fight because he hasn't been in one, right? Connor don't count. Count. This is this this is the this ain't Berto anymore. This is Manny who just beat Keith Thurman. Then Rick, that's that's real stuff. Do we need to go back? Because I think in the build to this fight, and especially with Manny's performances against Matisse and Broner. We had to do like a mea culpa. We had to take back that L. We had to say, look, regardless of how you scored Pacquiao Horn, we were wrong in saying Manny was washed up during that fight. It could be like he said he overtrained. It could be him taking Horn lightly. It could just be that Jeff Horn and his rhythm method is a big welterweight who got in his face. It could be a lot of things. And since then, I've said, look, I was wrong. Manny that night was in a tough fight, and that wasn't the real Manny. He's not washed. Do we have to go back to Maypac 1 and say that if Manny was healthy, that fight would have been insanely exciting and fun? Um, No? Because this ain't – I don't know. This no. Ain't Keith. This I, is I don't I, – look, I, I, look, both of us picked that fight for Manny going in but, while knowing that we were probably going to come out looking stupid. And – I didn't think that Manny was hurt before. I didn't think Manny was hurt after. I don't think Manny was hurt now. I mean, I maybe he did have surgery, but he didn't he didn't he wasn't he didn't look like he was holding his punches back. I'm just not you, you don't get to use that excuse. And um if anything, if anything, he fights he it seems like in recent in his recent fights, Manny has rediscovered that just sort of I D G A F 
aggression where he will just he's like I don't care hit me I will walk through it I my he he he's regained the faith in his chin that Juan Manuel Marquez and Memo Heredia made him doubt for a period of time like he's like I don't care like I, you hit me as much as you want because when I hit you it's going to be a bigger problem for you that's fair it makes you really wonder you know, outside of a shoulder injury, is Floyd just the, so at, that accurate and that stiff with his right hands that it disciplined Manny that easily in that fight? There's, a, It's really fascinating. I don't want to hang on that too long, that if Pacquiao moves on from here and fights the winner of Spence Porter, and even though that's a fight that I love, you don't love it, but I love it, Rafe. And let me just tell you today, before Pacquiao Thurman, Spence and Porter did a press conference, not sure if you saw it, but they went from friends to foes in a hurry with Spence basically being like, not I love your daddy, more like, if you come in here and try to box me, I'm going to knock your ass out, all right? You're not that good. You don't have great skills. You fight dirty. I'm going to knock you out. I guarantee it. I cannot wait to sit between these two for a Fox PBC face-to-face that you will never watch, Rafe, because we're 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 best friends. We're good friends. I love your daddy, but you will never watch this. Alex Godinez, he watches my ish, just so you know, all right? At Quality Bloke loves me. Anyway, um, we assume, though, Spence is going to win that. You already said it, it would be tough to favor Pacquiao against Spence. But you have to believe by what you saw tonight that he's competitive, that we're not, like, worried that he's going to get stopped. He may get stopped, but we wouldn't be worried about it, correct? Correct. Yes, he deserves that fight if he wants it. If he if he wants to go on and take that challenge and really go up against long, long, long odds in that big, prime, world-class, you know, possible future Hall of Fame Walter Waite, Errol Spence. Yeah. I mean, that's he he's earned that. Like he just beat Thurman. There, there there's nothing there's really no level between there for him. You know, so, I, I would so many situations I would have said hell no and now after how good he looked tonight I'm like, you know, it's kind of an interesting fight. So, look, we got to see Spence get through Porter and all that. Is there any other fight outside of Floyd or Spence that you could see Manny grabbing? And I think the only name I could think of is we just saw Amir Khan get through Billy Dib. Good Lord. <laughs> yes. Billy Dib. Featherweight Billy Dib at welterweight. Do you think there's like Saudi money that could pull Pacquiao to fight Khan or no? Why not? Why not? Look, if 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 some Saudis want to want to drop that many millions on Manny and Amir Khan for Manny to go out there and knock Amir Khan out at some point late late this year, unless I mean there may be some contractual issues with PBC in which they won't let him do that. But shoot, I say let him do it. If they want if he wants to do it and they want to pay him and Amir Khan wants to get paid to 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 lose again, what what who's who's hurt by that situation? Yeah, I hear you. It would be an easy knockout. Um for Thurman, I would assume Thurman would come back. And I said he was elevated, and I mean it. I would assume he would come back in like a Fox main event against to be honest, somebody on a Hosecito level to look great and knock the dude out. I mean, even like a old Birdo, if he can get through that guy that called him washed. Somebody like that. But in terms of the next big fight, could you see like a Thurman-Danny Garcia rematch? Because I'm here for that. And you and I have both talked about that. Danny Garcia could potentially be the welterweight left out in terms of the ones coming off of wins right now. I mean, I'm here for that, Rafe. That would be nice. Um... Shoot, I mean Thurman. It could 
they PPC has so many really really good welterweights, welterweights even. I mean Thurman Ugas. I, I Ugas can get a little boring, but that's a good fight still. Thurman, yeah, Thurman Danny, Thurman. Uh, what's his name? Dude who 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 beat that Canto boy today tonight? Uh, Lipinets. Why not? That's a nice one. That would be a nice one. That is a very good point. All right, Rafe, I don't want to keep you here all night. This is an instant analysis edition, not our normal two hours, but I did want to hit a couple things. Um, the featured Fox main event before the start of the pay-per-view. Oh, do you have anything else to say about Pacquiao Thurman before we roll on? I want to give you that, at least that courtesy in that respect. Oh, well, thank you. I don't have a prepared statement, but like like we've said a bunch of times, yo, it, it was a great to see Pacquiao on that level at this age, Keith Thurman stepping up and giving him a great fight. It was like, look, it reminded me of a, of a, of a Manny versus Marquez fight, except it was Keith Thurman instead. It was that kind of back and forth action. It was awesome. For one of my previews and a little like add in box, I ranked Manny, I, I collaborated Manny's best wins. And then I ranked them in my opinion, coming in, Manny's best win is Cotto because of the danger, but you can argue away anyway. You can argue in a couple of different directions, obviously, when your career is this great. I thought his second best win was the second Marquez fight. And I was torn for his third best win yes. between De La Hoya because of what we thought about that fight coming in or the first Barrera fight. But again, you could put anyone else. You could, you know, whatever. Um, Do you think this win because of the age, like, kind of jumps in those top three or or what? I think it's right on the outside looking in, Rafe. I understand the argument, but I kind of – I favor the older fights. I, I kind of favor the Manny in his prime wins versus the, wow, he's still effing. Yeah, yeah. Manny and the uh, Morales rematch. People forget how competitive that was before Manny stopped him. All that. All right, Rafe, let's go quickly here. The Fox main event was Caleb Plant making the first defense of his 168 title against um, sandwich artist and CBD entrepreneur Mike Lee of Chicago and Notre Dame fame. Rafe, would you at least agree with me that that thing got a little heated in the days leading up to the fight? And did you hear that rant at their press conference where Caleb Plant, who is sitting on this true factoid that Mike Lee's father pulled him out of the PBC face-to-face episode that was scheduled, and they refused to do it, and Caleb Plant, I don't have the sound ready, let him have it, and Lee had nothing coming back, Rafe. That could have been some fun audio. That could have been a fun little weekend in L.A. for your boy right here. I guess. I guess. Yeah, that's all true, Brian, but yo, it was such a bad fight it never belonged to be made in the first place mike lee had never fought anybody other than club fighters basically in his career it just never made any kind of sense other than other than it was a showcase and great you showcased your guy but like this was an embarrassing showcase that's how bad it was mike lee was making them fuck these dumbass faces like 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 Opening his mouth and be like, I, what? What was he doing there? Wait, did you what was he doing? One, his face was like, like ridiculously swollen and red from just taking like two. Yeah, punches. it was. And I was like, thinking after myself, like, like two like, after thirty seconds, it was. He's kind of not used to getting hit, you know, or not getting used to hit like this. At least, um, 
I felt bad because he said all the right things coming in. I felt bad for him is what I'm saying here. He said all the right things coming in. He was in, trying hard. It's just and like- he tried hard in there, Rafe, and he got in really great shape, and he came down from 175, and he told us on the show or told me that, you know, he should have been at 168 all along, but good. Even if he was a legit contender, Caleb Plant probably still dances around him, but Caleb Plant just, like, remember that show Oz on HBO where the guy in jail took a crap on the other guy's face? Oh uh, yeah, you know I do. Beecher, Beecher, you gotta watch out for Beecher. Beecher ass, yeah, um, yeah. Rafe. Riley on the side. That happened inside the ring. Um, wow, that was hey Robert Bird and Adelaide Bird did work this this card as well. Uh, quickly on this undercard, Rafe uh, Lippinets destroyed some Pinoy guy who replaced John Molina Jr.'s backyotomy. Um. Your least favorite fighter in the world, I think, Omar Figueroa Jr. Finally took a loss. I think Rafe. that might be true. That might be true. <laughs> he took an L. Rafe, Rafe, um, his style of like, let me just run into you and maul you works great at like lightweight, right? Against like Arakawa. Not so good against elite welterweights who are physically strong, who can just push you back and light you up with uppercuts. Rafe, how did they not stop that A? B, I felt bad for him during that. And C, is his sister in the corner real hot or is it or is it late at night? What's going on here? Uh, look, I, 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 I do not comment on things like that, although I might have to. I might have to break that rule in this case because God damn, Brian. Oh, my God. That's his strength. She's the best. Yeah. She's the goat, Brian. Oh, my God. I don't even care about Omar Figueroa anymore. I mean, oh, my God. Yeah, she just um, passed Brand- the, his younger brother. Is it Brandon Figueroa as the best-looking member of that family? What's the younger brother? Yeah, well. Yeah, it's Brandon. It's Brandon. Yeah, he's, he's like a, a rich and he's man's got eyes, and he's 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 got the look, but it's it's on a whole other level in the other gender, man. All right, true um, fact here about Omar. Yeah, what do you got? Talk talk about your hate. Yeah, feel your hate here. What do you got for Omar? Look, I'm I'm glad he finally took that L because he's been treading water here for how many years? He hasn't had a conclusive, impressive win since. When I mean, like, our, like Nahito Arakawa, he couldn't beat. I mean, he beat that guy, but he, but Arakawa gave him hell just by like coming forward and hitting him with his head. Tell me a guy it he was, beat better than Tony DeMarco. Yeah. By the way, did you see that Antonio DeMarco Jamal James fight? That was a brawl. Did you watch that ish? Yeah, I did. I yo, that turned out pretty well. Um, so yeah, Figueroa Rafe. Um, he can't be elite welterweights. Like it's not going to happen, Rafe. He doesn't punch. Not a welterweight. He's only a welterweight because he doesn't train. Yeah, he should let his sister work on him strength wise, strength and conditioning, and get in great shape. Um, so here's the deal, Rafe. Ugas is great. I thought he beat Porter, or at least had a chance at beating Porter, but he kind of did Cuban things at the end. He was anti-Cuban in this fight. You got to give Ugas credit. He came in ripped A. B, he out Figueroa to Figueroa for most of this fight. He got into the phone booth willingly and just out brawled this guy. And C, I was at the MGM Grand Buffet today for lunch. And Ugas was there with his wife and kid wearing Team Ugas eating the buffet like the rest of us. Oh, was he some kind of fat person? It was great. And D, Rafe, I don't try to do two things to fighters, right? I don't try to buddy buddy up fighters because I don't, you know, I don't do that. And Rafe, I don't try to um, like go up to fighters and trick them into telling me things. Rafe, I don't try that either. 
But Rafa, um, I do just be like, hey, what's up? And I'll give Ugas credit. He shouted me out across the casino floor at the MGM Grand and was like, give me a hug and give me fist pounds and stuff. Rafe, he remembered our our uh, collaboration with PBC face to face, and uh, it was a, it was a good moment. We bro hugged, we we hugged it out. Hey, at least somebody's watching this show that I'm friends with. Thank you, um, Rafe. Ugas right to a title? Is it time? I mean, how about Ugas Thurman? They wouldn't do it, but is Ugas ready for the smoke of the smokers here, Rafe? Look, send Ugas over to ESPN top rank. Let somebody go fight Bud Crawford. That's like, I, if you if you're not gonna let Spence do it, let somebody else do it first. Ugas is let Ugas do it. Yeah. He yeah. a lot of people, many guys thought that he deserved a win over Sean Porter earlier this year. So shoot, I, give give him an opportunity. Yeah. Luis Neri opened the card by sending a dude to hell. I don't want to get into that. And F.A. Ajagba did not send some Turkish guy to the dark side of the moon. He uh, he went the distance and kind of got uh, not exposed, but he had to work for it. Uh, Rafe, quickly, did you watch Teofimo Lopez in the Friday night ESPN card? I did, Brian. I was actually going to ask you, out of, out of Teofimo Lopez, F.A. Ajagba, and Luis Neri, which of those three fighters, and they're at different stages of their respective careers, but they're all, all sort of because they all look quite as good as expected. Which of them are you most concerned about after Not this Not concerned this about weekend? Neri at all. He didn't throw a lot of punches early, but he was, he was just facing Payano on his own time. Baby Pacquiao, Carlo, Juan Carlos. Abdul Payana, whatever the guy's name was. Um, he basically was just doing what he wanted to, and then eventually the power caught up with him. Ajagba just fought a determined ex Olympian guy who wouldn't go away, and he got the win. By the way, Adelaide Bird scored it nine rounds to one for Ajagba. That fight was close. Are you kidding me, Adelaide? Anyway, Rafe. So did the other judge, right? Yeah, John McKay. Good dude. Good dude, by the way. Um, here's the deal, Rafe. Quality bloke, top bloke. It's Teofimo Lopez, and it's big time here. We got an issue, Rafe, okay? We got a couple issues. A, on the scoring. First of all, anybody who came at me over my 7-5 Thurman scorecard and came at Glenn Feldman, revisit Teofimo Lopez against some Japanese guy, Masatori Nakatani, excuse Nakatani, me. in a fight that either was 7-5 Teo or a draw or maybe you thought it was Nakatani and two judges scored it 10 to 2 and one had it like 11 to 1. I mean, like, are you freaking kidding me? This was a step backwards for Teo. I give him credit for saying that, for saying he fought horrible, but he did, Rafe. He did not try to win rounds in this fight. He tried for the knockout the entire fight, but tried for the knockout in like spectacular, like he's a point guard who won't make the simple pass. He knocked out a few dudes, and now he expects to do it every time. And he just happened to fight a dude with a great chin and a determination in Nakatani who would not go away. So, Rafe, I'm going to say it, and then I'm going to ask you if it's too – if not, should he finish? But should him and his dad finish talking about Richard Kami and Vasily Lomachenko after this performance? Because he didn't try to jab. And in the end, Rafe, like, major disappointment. Look. I I hear what you're saying. I hear I hear Jimmy right now. Um, but he won that fight. 
it wasn't it like like it was close. It was closer than we expected. We also didn't know much about Nakatani going in. We like he might have just been this good and we just didn't know. He hadn't fought outside of Japan before this fight. Now, usually that's not a good sign. Um, but it's, you know, he was a tall, awkward fighter who came to win. And that is something that uh, on many levels we haven't seen in Teofimo Lopez's career. Nobody, nobody he's fought before yet last night was somebody who wasn't just walking into the ring thinking, okay, I'm probably going to get knocked out, but, you know, whatever, they paid me well. Like, this this was a guy who came to win and fought like it. He should have more, ideally, he probably should have more fights like that before he fights for a title, before he challenges Richard Kami. But him, his father, they're very ambitious. They think that they can just jump in and do that. It doesn't seem like top rank at this point wants to stop them, so let them do it. Why not? He He won the eliminator, right? Yeah, they don't think he can keep making 135 and he has a short window of doing it. So that's part of it. So look, I'm not trying to say like he's a bust, he never was. That's the thing. It wasn't a it was just a bad strategy and a bad performance with bad adjustments. Yeah, he gutted it out and landed big punches late and won by ridiculously wide scorecards, but like we saw him against Magdaleno, we saw him against the other guys. He's great. The problem is you're going to run into a guy like this every once in a while who's going to be that determined and he's going to keep coming and that's when you have to adjust Rafe and go back to being a pure boxer and set up your power shots he didn't do that top rank matchmakers are brilliant so maybe this was a blessing in disguise in the long run and you know what he may come out and do that same thing to Richard Kami and knock him out for all we know because he lands big shots Rafe and he lands them from crazy angles that you don't see coming it's just that Nakatani bit down and didn't care dude but it's interesting. I think that Loma would do bad things to him right now, and I think you have to agree with me on that. I 100% agree with you. I, that that does I always believe that. Like it doesn't make any sense for all, anyone. I don't care how good you look beating up guys who are there to get beat up, some Thailand guy. Yeah, that doesn't that doesn't translate to fighting Lomachenko. He's gonna make he's he's gonna make you do things that other fighters don't do. He's not he's gonna make you kiss somebody on the lips. He's gonna do a lot of things in there you ain't seen before. Very true. And I don't think that Lopez has seen to to really give his best effort in that fight. But if he wants it, yo, I'm sure Loma will be happy to give it to him. Yo, 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 yo. All right, Rafe. Load, yeah, 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 yo. Load watch is catching up to both of us. I've got to catch a flight in a few hours. Thank you for your patronage. We broke this ish down. Um, highly caffeinated in the beginning of the show. Now barely staying alive. 7-5 for Thurman is not insane as we've established. But hey, just the same. Come after oh, me. Brian. B. Campbell CBS on Twitter. I'm a man. I'm 40 for another six days. Come after me. All right, Rafe. That'll wrap it up on our instant analysis edition. Pacquiao Thurman, what a damn night of fights in Las Vegas, as Karen Mulvaney would say. Um, do you have anything to tell the people about yourself, your life, things you're peddling, anything? I just go see money pocket. All right, Rafe. That's going to do it. You're done. You're out. Go home. Thank you for your patronage. You're back, Rafe. I'm back. You got two words for anyone here? 
back. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We're out. That's it. The show's over. We're out. War Pacquiao. War Litzow. Thank you. War Glenn Feldman. 114-113. Maybe you need to get your eyes checked, other judges. Thank you. We out. Thank you.